pays to have good credit. You would always want to be on the side of having good credit. Do you think it pays to have good credit? Welcome to the It Pays to Have Good Credit podcast, where we talk about credit scores, business, finances, and take calls to answer all questions related to those topics. To call in, call 225-243-9700 and press option one to join in. All right, in this episode, we're going to talk about some of the pains um, that I go through owning Sturgis Credit Repair. Uh, lately, I have been getting a lot of calls from, you know, random customers signing up for Sturgis Credit Repair. And throughout the phone call, many people ask me to just be honest, you know, do I like doing credit repair? How is it? Is it easy? Is it hard? And I think I've said plenty of times over the last few episodes, I love what I do for a living. I love helping people uh, improve their credit score so they can buy a home or do something uh, to benefit their lifestyle just by having good credit. You know, if it's you owning a business and you need to use credit to help your business make more money. I love stories like that. Now, of course, with any other type of business out there, there's good and there's bad. So like I said, I've always talked about the good in this episode. I want to talk about some of the bad things that I consider pain um, that I go through on a daily basis. Uh, and I think the very first thing is the obvious of everybody thinking that I'm a scam or any type of credit repair service is a scam. This is the part that confuses me because credit repair is just a service, just like lawn care or car detailing. Anybody can dispute something on their own credit report. Anybody can look at all three credit bureaus, look at each line, you know, line by line, write down errors that they find, request verification, um, look to see if any of the accounts are incomplete. You know, anybody can do this stuff themselves. However, many people just simply do not have the time or don't feel like studying all the different things that, you know, they can do to get something removed off their credit. So therefore they don't have the time or experience. They just pay some service online or pay a software and, you know, just have it done for them. Just like me, if I don't have time to cut my own grass or do my own landscaping, there's landscaping companies, lawn care companies. Uh, if I don't feel like detailing my vehicle, there's, you know, a car wash that I can go through for $5 or I can hire a professional detailer. The list goes on. You know, a lot of people just hear credit repair and they're like, oh, that's a scam. Well, I mean, if that's the case, are you a scam yourself if you work on your own credit? You know, you're just hiring the service to do exactly what you would do, except they would have more experience. So, um, yeah, I mean, I can understand things from the consumer side because there are a bunch of bad people uh, in the industry. But it is kind of knowing that the whole entire world just thinks every single credit repair company is a scam when honestly, credit repair companies are helping people that didn't pay back their bills you know so really let's see who's really the scam here the people that didn't pay back something that they agreed to pay back or the companies that are helping you to see if something can get re removed off your credit so you know things can work out better for your financial lifestyle much sooner than you wait in seven years for those things to naturally fall off your credit um i guess the second thing that i hate about the credit repair industry is the bad people that are in credit repair 
Um, nine times out of 10, these bad people aren't really credit repair companies. Um, they're probably not even a registered business to begin with. It's somebody that's on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, um, you know, paying some little $20 ad and they have a video going around saying they can fix your credit in one day or they can fix your credit in 30 days or something like that. And it sucks because I sit here and talk to people every single day and I tell them right from wrong. I tell them that it's not a 30 day process to some of this stuff people spend months on fixing their credit. So many people are like, oh, well, I saw this on the Internet and uh, I know somebody that can fix my credit in seven days. And I'm like, man, these are the same people who fall for these phone calls. Uh, from people across seas calling you about your car's extended warranty that you don't have. These are the same people who get scammed. It's just silly. Uh, but, you know, people ignore the good companies that's trying to tell them the right way to do credit repair. And they hate those people. But as soon as there's a video on the Internet that says I can fix your credit in seven days, pay me $3,000, they fall for that stuff 24 seven, which is crazy. So, you know, I, I just still to this day, I don't understand how people fall for scams, but they get mad at me when I tell them that's not true and things doesn't work like that, uh, which leads to my third reason, you know, that I think credit repair can be a pain sometimes is people just hate to hear the truth. I, I consult with people at least 50 times a day and a lot of people, especially in 2023, 2024, this new age of TikTok and Instagram reels and sh uh, YouTube shorts, all these fake videos telling consumers out in the world they can fix credit just by sending in some letter claiming that this doesn't belong to you. And um, they can do all of this stuff and fix your credit in one attempt or 30 days or whatever. People fall for things that are too good to be true. And people hate when I tell them that that is a lie and I tell them what the truth actually is. People hate that type of stuff. So it, it, it's just something that's probably never gonna get fixed. Uh, it's something that's always gonna go around and that's all part of being in any type of business. There's always gonna be ignorant people that's out there. Um, the fourth thing that I hate is, um, Credit repair is a high risk industry. Um, so for example, if I were to start a business selling t-shirts online, um, and let's say that business makes $10,000 a month, well, for me to get that $10,000 per month, I'm charged a transaction fee per transaction. So that transaction fee may be 1% or 2%. Same thing with credit repair. You know, we get paid by doing the work for consumers every single month. So let's say if credit repair makes $10,000 a month, instead of that one to 2% transaction fee that I will pay owning a t-shirt business, just because my business is high risk in credit repair, I'm paying, you know, 7%, 8% transaction fee. So um, I don't agree with that. You know, I think if somebody is doing the right thing in credit repair, they shouldn't be labeled as a high risk uh, business when it comes to merchant fees. Uh, I, I think that's a little unfair. But the reason why credit repair is a high risk industry is because of the clientele that we deal with. It has nothing to do with the credit repair company. It's because the customers that we accept 
are high risk. <laughs> so it's where the money comes from. So many of these customers, man, some of them can be headaches. Some people file chargeback fraud. You know, that's one of the first things that I have people do when they're signing up for Sturgis Credit Repair. Of course, they're signing in a uh, agreement, giving us permission to work on our credit. But I think like the second, third line of that agreement is talking about chargeback fraud. So if we're working on your credit, we send off everything, we mail off everything for you, and you know, you file a chargeback, that is fraud. You know, we're gonna fight those. We're gonna win every single one. Uh, recently, I just had a lady and she's still to this day liking every Instagram post and every Facebook post of the Sturgis Credit Repair Facebook page. She's liking everything. But over the Christmas holiday, she did three months worth of chargebacks. And uh, at the time, I believe I was switching my business bank account from Wells Fargo to Capital One. Uh, and at the time I was waiting to update my merchant account, which is, you know, how I received the business funds. And before I could close out that Wells Fargo account, I was transferring my money to Capital One and I was waiting for my merchant account to switch from Wells Fargo to Capital One. So the merchant would stop depositing the business funds into Wells Fargo and start depositing it into Capital One. So as soon as I started seeing those transactions, I was going to close my Wells Fargo. So uh, at the time I had zero dollars in my Wells Fargo account and I got an alert one day that it was like $300 worth of chargebacks and it was literally three separate transactions and it was an overdraft fee for every single transaction and boy, I was pissed. I, I literally called this customer. I'm like, what, what's going on? And her excuse was she forgot she signed up for the service, just forgot. Although you're getting these emails every single month, you're getting these alerts, you're getting these uh, alerts that your, your payment is due in this month or, or due in this day or this many weeks or whatever. Uh, you're getting all of these alerts every single month, yet you forgot you have been enrolled. So you go to your bank and you lied and said, you have no idea what Sturgis Credit Repair is. But guess what? We fight, we fight every chargeback. Um, it's all part of business at the end of the day. Regardless of what business industry you're in, you're always going to have some dirty customers that are going to file chargebacks. Uh, but in credit repair specifically, it is a high risk business because of the clientele that we deal with. Um, so I think that is probably the most hated thing that I like uh, or that I hate about credit repair. Uh, but outside of that, everything else is just normal things. Um, another thing is some of the laws that regulates credit repair organizations. Um, so we have a credit repair organizations act and in that act, we can't charge any upfront fees or any sign up fee to get started. The fees have to be processed once work has been done. Uh, I, I believe one of the biggest credit repair companies out there, Lexington Law Firm, they were sued because um, they were sued by the CFPB because they were charging an upfront sign up fee before work was even done. Before they even knew if a customer needed credit repair or not, they were charging them a $200 sign up fee or 150 or whatever their, their payment plan is. Um, and then once they sent off the work and then they was, you know, charge the client again and stuff like that. So with Sturgis credit repair, I don't mind not charging a sign up fee. You know, I, I just kind of avoid all of that stuff and we offer a first month free trial regardless. Um, but I, I really guess I, I hate how 
um, I guess the government controls what you charge for services because although I don't accept any money the very first month, you know, Sturgis Credit Repair is still paying for the documents, the mailing, uh, the time that we're looking at all of our customers' credit reports the first month. So, I mean, not everybody can afford to do that, but things are pretty costly. You know, uh, having a customer enrolled in our CRM, you know, all of these monthly expenses and we're taking care of their credit the very first month. And many of these customers quit after they get that notification that we sent off the work. Many people think their credit is going to get fixed in one month. But, uh, you know, that that's something that I don't really uh, agree with. But at the end of the day, you know, I don't think the government should tell a business what they can charge, you know, to sign up for the service. Now, I do agree with charging somebody that may not need credit repair. But at the same time, if this customer agreed to enroll in their service and, you know, this business has a sign up fee to get started, which pays for Let's just say it's a small mailing fee. Let's say it's a $50 sign up fee. And this is to pay for our time looking at your credit and to pay for all of these documents being mailed out. I can agree with that. But, you know, I don't agree with these people that's trying to charge $500, $1,000, $2,500 to get started. Now, I think that's wrong. So, I mean, I, I do agree with things like that. Um, outside of that, you know, just people hate the truth. Like I was saying earlier in this episode, uh, people would much rather get scammed by something they see online, you know, stating that they can fix your credit in three days versus a company like Sturgis Credit Repair, where we literally tell you how this is done. And it's just a service. If you don't have time to do this yourself, people hate to hear that. They they hate to hear we can't fix your credit in, in, in three weeks or we can't fix your credit in 60 days or something like that. They hate to hear that. They want to hear things that are untrue. But then when they didn't pay thousands of dollars up front for a lie, they call Sturgis Credit Repair mad that they got scammed. Oh, I got scammed before. I don't want to uh, tell me how this worked because I don't want to be scammed again. And I'm like, well, look, you, you fell for this. So um, those are some of the pains that I would consider if anyone out there that is listening or watching this episode uh, those are a few things to consider if you do wish to start a credit repair service. Uh, honestly, if it wasn't for me being as deep as I am now in the credit repair space, uh, and I tell people all the time, I probably would not be in the industry right now. Uh, I, I probably would have put my, um, I guess my passion towards another industry. Uh, but since I've already built Sturgis Credit Repair and it pays to have a good credit podcast and the book and the Facebook group community, I'm so much invested right now. And like I said, it, it's not every client um, that is bad. It's maybe a handful, but sometimes those handful could just ruin it for the good. So, um, but on the most part, I mean, everybody that's signing up for a credit repair service, if you talk to them correctly and consult with them and tell them the correct way to do things and how this works, you know, on a realistic scale, then those those customers aren't really a pain. But, um, you know, this is just an episode just explaining that not everything is easy. You're, you're not just sitting back disputing things on people's credit reports, waiting for things to fall off. There's a lot of things that regulate you as a credit repair organization and a lot of headaches that are behind the scene. If you use credit to improve your lifestyle and would like to share your story on the It Pays to Have Good Credit podcast, 
feel free to reach out to us at info at sturgiscreditrepair.com. Sturgis is spelled S-T-I-R-G-U-S creditrepair.com. 